This is Viterbi Voices, your chance to hear stories about research, classes, student life, and more. Directly from our students, faculty, and other members of our engineering community. All right here at the USC Viterbi School of Engineering. Welcome back into Viterbi Voices. Uh, as usual, I am one of your hosts. My name is Paul Ledesma, Director of Undergraduate Admission at the USC Viterbi School of Engineering. And my name is Audrey Roberts. I'm a senior studying mechanical engineering here at USC. And here we are with another bonus episode, one of our recent live chats. And the host of that live chat is here to introduce it to us. Who are you, mystery host? Hi, my name is Luce, and I'm a senior studying computer engineering computer science, and I'm the director of my bedroom. Um, that's about all I can control, I think, in, in COVID. So. And where are you from? I'm from Bell Gardens, California. Right. Now, this is not your first time on the podcast, right, Luce? You've done this once or twice. Am I right? Am I making that up? What was that? I'm sorry. I think we're getting a, a bad connection on you, so maybe we'll edit that out, and then we'll come back to this. So, Luz, this is not your first time on the podcast. I'm going to try right? turning off. It is not. It is not. Okay, yeah, wait. Start. Let's start over. So, Luz, this isn't the first time on the podcast, correct? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying. <laughs> all right, never mind. Don't edit that out. Please leave that all in. <laughs> awesome stuff. Real life recording over Zoom. <laughs> I'm going to, I think I might try um, jumping in on another device because the internet connection is just more stable. I don't know if we want to, we haven't gotten very far. I can jump in very quickly. Okay. I'm going to drop very quickly and I'm going to join on another device because. She's gone. Okay. So. Cool. I'm happy to chat with you guys. After some (laughs) technical difficulties, Luz is back. Luz, this is, uh, you have done a few different episodes, but this one is all about a live chat you hosted. Tell us about this live chat that you hosted recently. Yeah. So this live chat was all kind of revolving around deconstructing the Latinx experience, specifically in Viterbi. And we kind of talked about things, you know, specific to the Viterbi classroom, but also, you know, kind of trends and experiences that we've had with the greater STEM sorry, STEM community as a whole. So kind of very introspective live chat, but I think it was helpful for a lot of people. I hope so. This is a number of our current Latinx and Hispanic students kind of here representing their lives, telling their individual stories because there is not one single story, nor is there one monolith for describing that type of experience and coming from different backgrounds. So I'm excited to do this. Let's get out of the way and have you take it over from here and you, you, you host this live chat beautifully. So I hope everybody enjoys. First things first, welcome each and every one of you to the Latinx and Engineering live chat brought to you by us, real life engineering students who were in your shoes not too long ago. We'll be kicking it off by introducing our panelists for the evening, all of whom, again, are current engineering students. Then we'll be answering questions that you all submit through the web Q&A feature, webinar Q&A feature, though I will ask, again, please hold them until we properly get into that Q&A portion. It'll be very obvious. Don't worry. Um, and, you know, again, it's probably given given the title of this uh, live chat, but today's focus will be on kind of examining the Latinx experience in Viterbi. So questions related to this topic are highly encouraged, but again, not strictly limited to this. Um, if you are viewing this live chat from YouTube or viewing the live chat, you know, just at a later date, you're seeing us 
um, from the future. Uh, don't worry, you can still email us your questions at vstudent um, at usc.edu. We may not get to email questions during this session, but you know, eventually you'll get followed up with a response. So we'll make sure of that. Um, and as a gentle reminder, we are all students. We are here to share the student perspective of Viterbi and cannot answer most of you know, admissions related questions. Please direct those admission related questions to the admissions staff. And here I'm gonna throw yet another email at you, viterbi.admission at usc.edu. And once again, at the end of our session, we'll be sharing a couple uh, links as to how to stay connected with Viterbi students and you know, a couple of resources for uh, Latinx and Hispanic students on campus. So let's go ahead and get started. I will kick off introductions with myself. Hello everyone, my name is Luce and I'll be your host for tonight. I am a senior studying computer engineering and computer science from Bell Gardens, California and I'm the proud daughter of Mexican and Honduran immigrants. Now for our panelists, let's go ahead and kick it off with Jacob. Everybody, uh, my name is Jacob. I'm a senior studying chemical engineering from Oceanside, California. Some of the things I'm involved in on campus are that I serve as the president of the American Institute of Chemical Engineers, as well as the LAA Scholars Committee, and I'm involved in undergraduate research. Next up, Valeria. Hi, everyone. I'm Valeria. I am a sophomore studying industrial and systems engineering with a concentration in operations and a minor in news media and society. I was born and raised in Bayamón, Puerto Rico, and my involvement include the Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers, which we'll often refer to as SHIP, um, and the Women in Engineering Advisory Board, the Women's Network, and I'm in Greek life, specifically Gamma Phi Beta. Stephanie? Hi, everyone. I'm Stephanie. I'm a senior studying mechanical engineering um, and a minor in dance. I'm from Long Beach, California, and I'm involved in the Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers, where I am serving as the president this year. And finally, Elizabeth. Hello, everyone. My name is Elizabeth, and I'm a junior studying computer science and business administration. And some organizations that I'm involved in are Hermanas Unidas, Athena Hawks, and like Stephanie and Valeria Ship or the Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers. And finally, we have our moderators who will be behind the scenes responding to questions submitted to the Q&A that we don't necessarily have time to to get to live. So let's go ahead and meet them, Miranda. Hi everyone, my name is Miranda and I'm a senior majoring in chemical engineering with an emphasis in sustainable energy and I'm from Denver, Colorado. Paul. Hi everyone, I'm Paul. I am a junior studying computer engineering and computer science and I'm I was born in Mexico, but I'm currently living in El Paso, Texas. And finally, Emily. Hi, everyone. My name is Emily. I'm a sophomore studying electrical and computer engineering, and I'm from McLean, Virginia. Cool. And that just actually finishes out all of our introductions. And now is actually the perfect time to start submitting those questions through the little Q&A feature in the webinar. Um, just again, want to tell you guys all that all of you guys that we were all in your position a couple years ago, uh, you know, deciding where to apply to college. And then after that, you know, deciding which college environment would be the best for us. So that's why we're here to kind of, you know, answer your questions and speak to like our honest experiences, especially um, as Latinx and, you know, having that play such a big, big role in our identity. Um, to kick us off, I do want us to kind of 
go back in time, be a little introspective um, in terms of, you know, what you kind of did to get here. And I'm hoping that this will give us kind of a big variety in terms of experiences and people's journeys, journey into engineering. So my question to all of you is, how did you guys feel like you guys got yourself ready for engineering? Uh, did you guys actually feel prepared coming into Viterbi? Anyone, anyone can kick it off first. Um, I, I would say I came prepared. I was definitely exposed to some engineering throughout my whole life. My dad, he's a civil engineer, so I vaguely knew what engineering was. Um, and that's something I had kind of like a mentor guiding me through the path towards engineering. Um, but besides that, I was very active in like looking for opportunities related to engineering. I tried to go to like, um, free summer camps in the area or um, just like talk to people like that were older than me that were interested in engineering to figure out like why they wanted to do that and why they were attracted to that. Um, and I also just really catered, not necessarily my classes, but my clubs on in school towards that. So I try to be involved in like STEM stuff. I do like science club, math club um, to just get a better understanding of what engineering was and if it was the right fit for me. Hey, y'all, sorry for the interruption, but I wanted to let you know that we have a number of campus visit programs available to you right now. If you want to check out what campus is like, if you want to learn more about the Viterbi School of Engineering, go to viterbi.link slash visit. That's V-I-T-E-R-B-I dot link slash visit where you can learn about our Viterbi visit experiences that happen on most Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. We have some virtual events that happen on occasional weekdays and occasional Saturdays. Plus, we have some transfer virtual admission sessions where you can learn all about how to get those courses ready for transferring. We want to meet you. We will have lots of opportunities to do it and it's happening all summer long but get your registration in now at viterbi.link slash visit hope to see you soon i can give i guess the other perspective from the other end of the spectrum i had never been exposed to a lick of engineering before taking my first class at usc um i think a lot of it's just that curiosity that you always had you guys are obviously here because you have at least some interest in science and math I think not, it's great if you have experience to engineering prior to college, but it's not too common. So if you don't, don't worry about it. Just that curiosity that you've had, let that continue to drive you. Uh, keep in mind, your classes are going to be tricky. They'll be difficult, but they'll be doable. So just you stay motivated and you anticipate that there'll be a little gap in difficulty. You'll do all right. Yeah, pretty similar experience. Uh, I wasn't too sure how to prepare because I just didn't know what to expect um, being a student in engineering. So the best way that I was able to prepare was taking um, some core AP uh, classes or just any class in general, whether it was physics, I took chemistry as well and biology. Um, so I pretty much took any science class that my school offered at the time. Um, and that was kind of my form of preparation. But other than that, I did try and reach out to other college students and get their perspective. Um, and all of you here are doing that already. So you're much more prepared than I ever was. Yeah, uh, I didn't know a whole lot of engineering, uh, especially in my early years of high school. But I actually discovered this summer program called Girls Who Code, 
right before my junior year of high school, which is this really great program uh, for you ladies out there if you're interested in STEM and coding. It taught me basically kind of the basics of computer science. And from there, I kind of tried learning and picking stuff up on my own, but I never necessarily really took or focused on kind of hard computer science courses before going into college. So definitely, like Jacob said, a lot of learning uh, trial by fire, just going through it uh, freshman year for sure. Cool. Yeah, I thought that was a good question to kind of kick it off because everyone starts at different places. And I think that's something that isn't necessarily true in high school, but definitely very, very true in college. Um, and to kind of just stay within this time frame of like us going back in time to like, you know, kind of high school seniors. Um, you know, did did you guys have any reservations when it came to like picking and applying as an engineer, especially as a Latinx student? And to kind of add the introspective aspect to it, you know, how do you think those reservations kind of stack up now as you're kind of firmly in your college careers, I would say? I don't think we have any freshmen here. So, yeah, curious. So personally, I knew that I wanted to do computer science, but um, I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do with that. And something that I thought was really cool that USC offered and almost no other school did is the program that I'm in right now, which is computer science and business administration. And for me, I think that I just got really lucky where both of my interests uh, business and computers kind of merged in this really special program major that USC has. So I kind of got lucky like that and just happened to really fit into that program. And I'm a junior. I was really scared when I started uh, that I would change majors because a lot of people say, or they say that a lot of people will change their majors once they start college. And I knew that I was really into this USC program, computer science and business, and I really didn't want to want that to happen to me. But here we are three years later, I'm a junior and I'm still a computer science and business administration major. So you do sometimes keep the major you go into. And I think that also shows just how cool it was that USC had kind of that special fit for me too. For me, it was a bit different. Like I apply, I think I applied to each engineering school that I did for a, for a different major. Um, like for some of them, I, for, um, USC, I applied industrial and systems, um, but then for others, I applied chemi, environmental. I had no idea what specific engineering I wanted. So that really, um, that was definitely a reservation for me, just not knowing what direction I wanted to take. But I think I came from an environment where like my, my graduating class was like 42 students. Um, so it was a very small community and we knew each other and I had constant support from my friends like knowing that like it was okay if I had like wasn't sure what engineering I wanted to and like Elizabeth said like if I didn't like whichever one I chose at whichever university I went I could easily switch out to something else luckily I really love what I'm doing I love IFC so I've stuck through it um, but just that support that like it's okay if you don't have it like right off the bat when you're applying and it's completely normal to change after. I, I would agree. Um, I think I chose chemical engineering for something similar that it's like a running joke. It's a good engineering major if you don't know quite what you want to do because it, it, in my opinion, has the most balanced combination of math, chemistry, physics, biology, and even like a little bit of programming. So I chose it because it would give me the flexibility to choose to something else if I decided I like that better. 
while that ended up not being the case, like everybody else here, I liked my major and I stuck with it. I think uh, one reason I felt really comfortable coming to USC is that it had that safety net. Like you, once you're in Viterbi, you can switch to another major and it's the advisors work with you very well to do so. Whereas at some other schools, it's a bit more difficult, especially if certain engineering majors are in their own departments. I think uh, one of my reservations when applying to college specifically within like engineering was that I wasn't too sure if I was going to be able to find a community that had similar experience or similar backgrounds as me. Um, so something that I did um, actually look up was uh, senior year of college was when I found out about SHIP and that it's a national organization. Um, and so I kind of just looked at uh, all of the uh, universities that have chapters, but I also looked at other universities to see if they had any similar um, organizations or any type of program that would help support uh, underrepresented students within engineering. And pretty much every university does have one. So that kind of alleviated that stress and the worry of um, not finding a community right away. Um, so I definitely recommend all of you doing that. Awesome. Yeah. But definitely echo what a lot of you guys said I was like you know engineers make money right I'll I'll apply for that and you know I had the flexibility safety net of you know obviously already being in Viterbi and switching around if need be so definitely relate to you, a lot of you guys there um, you know I'm seeing a lot of questions in the Q&A feature you know from you know questions that are along similar lines you know I'm seeing questions from Maria, Fatima um, and Emma who are all asking kind of about you know community building and specifically student organizations that you guys have found on campus. So to kind of form that into, uh, you know, an actual question for you guys is like, you know, and, and this is a little bit of a bigger one. So feel free to like take your time with this one, but um, like how, what strategies have you guys employed to kind of find community? And, you know, if you have find, found those through student organizations, like please go ahead and share with us what those student organizations do and what, how you specifically fit in those student organizations. Hey everyone, this is Paul. Sorry for the interruption, but I wanted to let you know about a new feature we just unlocked. It's about sending us questions or comments via text. If you go to your podcast player, check the show notes. There's a link there that says, send us a question or comment. It may be on our next episode. So go in there, send us a little quick text message. Let us know what your questions are. Let us know what your comments are. We'd love to hear from you. So we can't wait to see it. Now back to the episode. I guess I'll take it since I was kind of touching upon it already. <laughs> amazing segue. Uh, amazing. Yeah. Um, so I, I obviously uh, I'm very involved in SHIP, um, but that was basically the community that I found that has um, really helped me in my undergrad experience. Um, I was able to find it because I have an older sibling who uh, was attending college and he was involved in SHIP. So he kind of plugged it to me and I kind of had it already in mind. Um, so I kind of found them at the career f at the club fair. Um, but what we do is we're a academic, social and professional organization. So basically what SHIP does is we help um, Latinx and, uh, and other minority students um, within engineering and within STEM. So we provide like events to get to know other uh, fellow uh, Latinx engineers, as well as um, being able to get those skills to talk to recruiters and being able to um, get your grades up with, um, with tutors and things like that. 
but this organization really did help me because they touch upon everything and anything that there is so they really have helped me grow as a leader and especially as a student and has definitely made me found my closest friends within USC. Does any, anyone want to add any more? I know we have tons more student yeah. organizations. So, <laughs> and then, you know, anyone want to add to that? Maybe I know three out of the four people, four out of the five people here are in ship. So I don't know if anyone wants to add or if Jacob, you might want to plug LAA, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not in ships. I talk about that. Um, I, I think one thing that I was looking for in college is I didn't, I wasn't looking for one single community that like kind of encompassed everything about me. I felt like I was looking for like a group of communities that I could become involved in through different organizations. So I'm really involved in Aki, it's the chemical engineering club. No matter what your major is, you'll have a club for your type of engineering. I think that's a really great way to meet your peers and your classmates, people who you're going to be seeing in a professional setting very frequently in terms of finding that community just of like-minded individuals with similar life experiences prior to college. Um, I joined LAA, which is the Latino Alumni Association. That's they particularly on campus have a scholar committee where it's primarily run by students. Just a group of us get together and plan different professional or social uh, community service events. We've had a really great mentorship program where you get paired up with an alumni in a similar field or with similar interests and you're able to um, just exchange of stories and dialogue with them to get some professional guidance. We have movie nights uh, during quarantine. We're even trying to do it. Just hanging out with peers, getting to know one another, people who you will not run into in your classes. Like some of my best friends in this org are theater majors and business majors, people I wouldn't interact with on a regular basis. So I appreciate a lot because it's kind of one of the great things about USC is it's so big and diverse. So casting that wide net to make sure you interact with a ton of different people has been valuable for me. Sweet. Yeah. So uh, again, considering that four out of five of us here are in ship, I wanted to you know, spend a question, I, I guess, send it specifically towards my fellowship members. Um, you know, I think it's an exciting organization specifically because it exists at a national level. So I'm curious for all of you guys, I want to hear your guys' stories as to, um, I think Stephanie covered this briefly, but uh, you know, for specific, specifically for Valeria and, and Elizabeth, you know, how how and when did you guys actually get involved with SHIP? And in what ways has this kind of uh, sometimes ambiguous national organization, you know, imp impacted your college experience? Yeah, so um, I can start. I was actually, before I ever started at USC, I was super deliberate about uh, researching and finding Latinx organizations on campus because I knew that for me, that was something that I really cared about. I wanted to still have that community of people with me. So I actually found SHIP on La Casa's website, which is a USC's Latinx student resource kind of center, the umbrella uh, center for all of the Latinx stuff at USC. I literally just looked at all of the list of student organizations that uh, fell under this category and I picked out um, two that I liked, so that was, or two that spoke to me. So the Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers and Hermanas Unidas, which is a cultural organization at USC that is really just kind of a safe space for Latinx students. And I've met a lot of people there, not uh, from the Cherubi. So that's really cool. Like Jacob was saying, meeting a lot of different people. But uh, for SHIP specifically, uh, my first real interaction was at the career fair, going up to the booth and talking to someone. And from there, I actually went to their very first event, which was the barbecue, uh, the Korean barbecue uh, social that where we uh, 
try to cram like 40 college students in this Korean barbecue restaurant and everyone else hates us but we have the best time and it's really cool and from there I kind of just kept going and showing up and little by little kind of becoming a part of the community and three years later I definitely feel like I'm a part of the ship familia so I'm super happy with where I ended up I guess. Um. For me, I was definitely not as proactive as Stephanie and Elizabeth before applying to college. I didn't look up any orgs, but I knew once, like once I was accepted and once I was in, and you know, once I was a freshman at USC, I knew exactly what I wanted to look for, and it was a Latinx org with, within engineering. So the first um, club fair, I walked through the little hallways of booths, and I just was like on a mission to find any Latinx org and that's how I found SHIP um, and I signed up went to the first GBM uh, I was very intimidated just because um, so I come from a gen completely Hispanic community like I live in Puerto Rico there was it was a very big culture shock coming into the United States especially Los Angeles was so like diverse and coming into like um, USB and SHIP, I was trying to look for that sense of um, familia, uh, familia and community that I was used to back home. Um, so I was scared that like maybe I didn't find it, maybe it was like too big, maybe I was like too different, um, but I immediately felt welcome. Um, our current vice president, um, executive vice president Rudy just came up to me and started talk, talking to me like crazy, like he just would not stop talking, but made me feel really at home um, and then from there, I just joined a committee. I joined the public relations committee and we were like four people. So it allowed me to get to know that group really well. And also joined the new student advisory board with just a group of freshmen who wanted to get more involved in SHIP. And it gave us the opportunity to just like do stuff for each other, like plan events and really get to know the upper classes better as well as each other. Um, and that really just helped me realize that, like, I could find a home in SHIP because everyone, especially through NSAP, I realized everyone was in the same boat as me. Like, we were just looking for people that had similar experiences to us that were just trying to find similar faces. Um, and yeah, through that, I stuck with SHIP and now I have a leadership position within the same public relations committee. And it was one of the best decisions that I made in, um, in my freshman year. Awesome. We love to see growth. We love to see it. Um, we have another question from Emma Markowski, and I, I'm going to extend this question a bit. So uh, how open are Latinx slash Hispanic clubs to people who are only part Hispanic or Latinx? And I guess kind of to extend this question a little bit more, um, obviously, there, uh, you know, outside of, you know, the, just the diversity at USC, there's tons of diversity within the Latinx community of like where people come from, their backgrounds and, you know, their relationship to how they deal with, handle their identity, right? So I guess to summarize, like the actual question that I'm trying to ask you guys is, you know, how, how well do you think um, our student orgs or, you know, student communities kind of handle the intrinsic, you know, diversity within the Latinx community itself? I, Big I one, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, I can try this one off the bat, considering my last name is Tony. Um, not a super <laughs> traditional Hispanic last name, of course. I mean, I'm clearly here. So I think 
it's about something I kind of touched on earlier. Oh, I guess just for context, I'm half Hispanic, so half Mexican, half uh, white. So, and of course, the group that I'm involved in has been very embracing of that, considering I currently serve as the president. So I think it's about um, what you identify with and about acknowledging the fact that like your identity is a component of multiple different things. It's a combination, right? So you're not just Hispanic, you're not just white, you're not just an engineer, you're not just from California or wherever you may be from. It's a lot of different things that come together and make you. And balancing these different things, um, like no one of them kind of has a monopoly over your entire life. So I think that has been valuable for me, just kind of being involved in a lot of different things, each of which highlight a different element of my personality or identity has been my experience and that these clubs are very open to that. I want to go back to something that I was saying earlier. In the end, like every club is made up of people that are just like looking for a sense of home and just trying to find where they belong. And everyone like everyone has their own like nuances that make them different, but they serve as more of like a learning experience to learn about what makes like other people unique rather than just like a separating um, factor. It just lets you like, learn more about other people and unite more through our differences. Um, I know specifically for SHIP and many Latinx orgs, um, you don't have to be like for SHIP, you don't have to be Hispanic to be a member and you don't even have to be an engineer to be a member. You just need to be like passionate about the message that we convey about empowering Hispanic and Latinx students. Um, and as long as you're united by that same cause, there's no, like, you won't, you will find a home in SHIP. And that goes, that's the same for many other orgs, like Latinx orgs outside of the Turby and other orgs that are not necessarily Latinx oriented. Cool. Yeah, you guys, I thought that was going to be too broad of a question, but you guys actually killed it really good. So thank you guys. Um, so... Another question that we have from the Q&A, we have uh, Victoria Gutierrez and to, you know, kind of an extent Solei, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, kind of asking things around similar veins where uh, Victoria asks, as as Latinx engineers in the Viterbi School of Engineering, how is the diversity within the Viterbi engineering, you know, school within the classroom uh, kind of impacted your experience? And, you know, outside of that, you know, what kind of support systems have you guys kind of found in that um, in, 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 at USC or, you know, out, even outside of USC too? That's a really good question. Uh, I can kind of start to talk about it. I think um, it can definitely be really intimidating, especially as a freshman to walk into, for example, a huge lecture and realize that you're one of the only people that looks like you that uh, is Hispanic and uh, the numbers definitely, it's not anything close to the parity that we have for gender, for example, uh, at Viterbi. We, I think we hit gender parity a couple years ago, which is really awesome. Uh, but uh, the numbers are definitely a lot lower for Hispanic engineers. I think the really cool part is uh, we definitely kind of banded together, especially in the form of shit to come together and have that community. Uh, it's that it definitely can be hard to find and hard to kind of see right away if you're if you're kind of just kind of looking at things but definitely if you look a little bit harder and try to look for that community it's definitely there for you and USC also has a lot of really cool resources for 
minorities. For example, the Center for Engineering Diversity is really awesome and a bunch of other cool things. Yeah, that was something that I noticed pretty immediately was, um, especially at USC, like the gender ratios are pretty um, pretty equivalent. I, I believe it's 50-50 now, um, but that was something that kind of surprised me because I know engineering is a male-dominated field. Um, so it was nice to see more female representation. Um, but as for Latinx representation, like Elizabeth was saying, definitely found that community within SHIP. But um, outside from that too, there's also um, the Center of Engineering Diversity, which is for anyone um, who really identifies as a minority student or anyone who strives to um, make better um, experiences for minority students. So checking out or being a part of CED, which is the Center for Engineering Diversity was uh, definitely a way for me to be able to cope with that kind of initial shock. Cool. Yeah, thank you guys for those fantastic answers. Um, I'm actually gonna shift gears a little bit uh, and talk about, you know, um, how you guys are super involved in amazing students. Um, Carlos Javier Galan Savala, I hope I'm saying that right, is asking, hello, I see that all of you guys take part in a lot of clubs. How do you guys manage your time with such a high academic workload? Just a lot of nods. Go on, guys. <laughs> yeah, just sink it in. <laughs> That's a very important question. I need a prop of it. <laughs> you know, I would say, um, I think one question that people kind of ask a lot is, how did you prepare for college, like based on high school? What's something that you took in high school that's been really useful in college? I think my answer to that is time management skills are something that you develop in high school that are really valuable in college. So I guess that's kind of my answer to this question, time management skills that you've been developing the past four years. Um, you might not use all the classes you took in high school when you come to USC, but you'll definitely use the time management. So I think there's still a learning curve, but I think that makes it a lot more favorable curve. I know I definitely am not the best at time management, but I have been using some tools <laughs> that have been helping a lot. Um, one, Google Calendar, I swear by Google Calendar, I have everything, like every single meeting, every single class, um, even I, I'll, like, I'll block out time for um, just solely being on TikTok or like Netflix or playing Among Us or anything, like that. that's my time. Um, but Google Calendar is definitely something that helps me keep track of things because you, you can set up reminders, um, but also... I was able to, I made a spreadsheet on Excel with like every single assignment that I have due for the semester and I uh, made it in order by deadline. So I kind of just like check it off every time I finish one. So if I'm ever like, oh, I don't know what assignment I need to do. I just go to the Google uh, spreadsheet and then I'm like, okay, I have to do all these things this week. Okay, I'm gonna do this on Monday, this on Tuesday. So it's kind of my way of getting, getting organized. and. It definitely has gotten better, but it was not like this in high school. Um, so using some sort of tool is definitely really helpful, whether it's a planner or if it's a digital tool like Google Calendar. Um, to add, one thing that really helps me if, if, do, if studying with like a person, if like right now it's like virtually through Zoom or like with my roommate, but sitting down and studying at the same time and then like, holding each other accountable to making sure that we're getting our work done just so like if we're looking for if you want to watch a movie afterwards or if we want to do some, something fun um we keep each other accountable to make sure we're getting our work done first in order to actually enjoy what we want to do after um 
and yeah just really having that extra system of support that it's not just like me doing my work alone that's other people that are also going through the same workload really helps yeah I think something that really helped me too because early on I realized that I did not develop the time management skills that I should have in high school and so uh, what helped me was being really deliberate and sitting down and just planning out my week or my couple of weeks ahead of me and like Stephanie said, I will literally sometimes block out like hour by hour exactly what I need to do just to make sure that I check all the boxes and make sure that I do everything I need to do. Because uh, there's definitely uh, something I didn't realize more free time, but uh, there's also more responsibility that comes with that. And learning to manage both is definitely something that you'll have to figure out uh, no matter where you go. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope people in the audience are taking notes because you guys are all actually spitting out like proven techniques that are used for time management. So uh, don't Google, only talk, talk to us about how we manage our time. God knows I need to learn a thing or two from you guys. Um, but let's, let, let's kind of stay on this kind of, you know, gear where we're talking about how awesome you guys are. And let's stay on this note of Latin, Latinx excellence. Um, are any of you guys in, you know, had any cool internships or are involved in any like cool research on campus that you think, um, uh, you know, folks at home would be really interested in hearing about even part-time jobs or anything like that. Elizabeth, I know you're, I know you have one. So stop giggling and just tell me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I have a part-time job uh, at this company called Major League Hacking. And it's actually really awesome because I got it through a USC student org called Athena Hacks. And uh, what I did kind of pre-COVID is actually travel around to different colleges around North America. So including uh, Canada and Mexico and going to hackathons, which are 24, 40 hour creative marathons where students get in teams and build an, anything. So an application, a website, uh, hardware, software, anything you want. Uh, I would basically come out to events like those and hang out, uh, pass out resources, uh, do things like that, do workshops and events. And uh, that's something that I was able to find through USC, through my student org. And now uh, it's something that uh, was has been super duper cool. And like I said, pre-COVID, I got to travel around to a lot of really cool places. So yeah, that's a part-time job that I've been involved with. Nice, nice. Anyone else want to pick that one up? Because I could definitely try answering it myself too. Cool research. Okay, well, I'll go ahead and add my two cents. I mean, um, the soft networking of Viterbi is really real. Um, I've gotten, I got my first job at NASA JPL through a connection actually at SHIP. Shout out to Anna, um, even though she graduated and is definitely not watching this. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know, uh, you know, and also from there, you know, connecting with recruiters, done, you know, internships at Facebook and Google and just came off my internship at Microsoft. And I'm a senior now and I don't, you know, <laughs> I don't know what I'm, quite what I'm doing. Uh, I'll report in uh, in a week from now when I actually have to make a decision about where I'm going in the next year or so. But yeah, it's, going to put that out there as a testament to the kind of those soft networking skills and like the cool types of internships you guys can get at Viterbi. Um, this is kind of a question a little bit out of left field and now definitely shifting gears. Um, for any kind of 
first-gen students that we have in our panel today. Uh, do you guys any do any of you guys kind of want to address like challenges challenges that are kind of unique to being a first-gen student specifically in engineering? Can't really think of or. I mean, since my older brother went to college for engineering, I did have a little bit of exposure, um, but that also meant that he was really busy most of the time, especially during when I was applying to colleges, he was in the middle of midterm season. Um, but I think overall, one of the challenges that I did face was just kind of learning what everything meant, like ACT, uh, SAT, I had no idea what that was, the FAFSA, Filling out the FAFSA with my parents. Oh my god, <laughs> that was that was a, a roller coaster. Um, but I think one of the things that really did help me was since my parents couldn't necessarily help me um, fill out these applications or uh, study for these exams, um, my school offered a college and career um, service that was open to all um, the entire high school. So I spent a lot of time there. Um, and I was able to learn from them. I attended a small um, like SAT study prep program. So that really helped and it was all for free. Um, from there, I was able to figure out that I can get you know, college applications waived because you do have to pay for them. Um, and by the way, if you get free or reduced lunch, you don't have to pay for your college apps, um, just saying. <laughs> um, but going to uh, that resource was really how I was able to apply to college like a lot easier than if I had to do it all by myself and you know like since my brother was kind of busy but yeah. You know I can add on to that uh, being a first gen student like Stephanie uh, my I also had an older sibling who graduated before me uh, but he was a business major so especially in terms of engineering I literally knew nothing about how college works office hours were confusing to me uh, I didn't know that you had to look for internships in the fall. Uh, I kind of had a lot of these questions that um, I didn't even realize I had. Um, I think there, there's that joke that's like, I don't even know what I don't know. Uh, I kind of ran into that a lot, but uh, I was lucky to have the support of my older brother who helped me out a lot. And also uh, just my general community, reaching out to people, not being afraid to ask questions. I was also uh, luckily, luckily, lucky enough to be a part of this uh, group called QuestBridge, uh, which I recommend checking out if uh, you're a low-income student because it has a lot of really great resources for you as well. Um, yeah, I guess just asking questions. Uh, it's okay to not know some things. Uh, definitely reaching out and not being scared to do that helped me for sure. Cool, yeah, those are great answers, everybody. Um, I'm going to switch it on us again because America Luna Herrera asks, uh, what is the genera ge general environment of Viterbi? Does it feel overwhelmingly competitive? Uh, I think what America is asking here is what's what's the vibe? Can you, can you guys tell us what the vibe is? So I can start since I said so. Um, but honestly, there's a really big community vibe, I would say, at Viterbi. I feel like other schools might be more competitive in terms of like in between students, but I've really seen people. Uh, we have this computer lab called Sal where people tend to come to do their homework or projects and finish things up. And I, it's 
honestly rarely uh, pitch quiet, super quiet in there. There's always people murmuring, helping each other out. There are uh, TAs who will help you with your assignments as well. So uh, I would say it's definitely not overwhelmingly competitive. I think there's definitely a really cool support system built in, uh, not only with uh, your teachers and your assistants, but also your peers, which is really cool. Anyone want to add on to that? Get some different perspectives. Yeah, I think it, um, I completely agree. It's super collaborative too. I think it even spans across majors as well. Like frequently, I think, especially in quarantine, it's tough to do a lot of work that we have. So just finding someone else who's also doing work and will keep you in check and accountable, I think is something that is a testament to how collaborative the culture is at Derby. So you just kind of do work together, even though you're not the same major. And that's something that existed in person as well, but it has translated nicely to the online format. It's not like you have to be both doing your chemical engineering homework together just friends who are also struggling on assignments it's that good camaraderie oh yeah the 2 a.m zoom sessions mutual suffering that's yeah. what it is mutual yeah. destruction oh, yeah. uh and i guess again i'm sorry to just keep uh switching gears on you guys but this is a question that i definitely want all of you guys get to, you know give you know have the chance to answer um you know considering our studying and you know talking to probably majority prospective students, but um, you know, do you, you guys have a piece of advice that you would give kind of former you, uh, if you could go back <laughs> four years in time, four, three, two years in time, uh, you know, what, what advice would you give that, you know, Latinx high school student applying for engineering programs? I think I, I can go, I feel like I have the freshest memory out of all of us. Um, I, I tell senior year me to relax, first of all. Um, I think it was definitely a very overwhelming process, not knowing what was going on, um, feeling, um, I tell her, like, for me, like, I tell myself, like, don't let your rejections or your, like, your failures define you. Um, take that as like a stepping like a learning step and grow from that um but also just know your worth um being a woman and being latina entering a stem field always felt like a lot of pressure on me like i felt like when i didn't get it like i felt a lot of imposter syndrome through the process and sometimes when i did get in i hear the oh you're you're you got in because of like the diversity quota like you got in because you're a woman or you got in because you're latinx um and it was very hurtful like coming through through that but telling myself to like know your worth is like no like you're here because you were a good student and you worked hard to earn like whatever you got um it's something that i would be like i just give little me a pat on the back and tell her just like stay strong know your worth and just relax yeah, honestly, like Valeria said, I wish I could tell my younger self to, to just like calm down a little bit, to just like not be so stressed out because I know that this was such a stressful process and I had so many doubts in my mind. Um, and I know it's so easy to say and hard to hear, but everything really will work itself out eventually. I wish I believed that when I heard it when I was that age, but uh, definitely just um, 
let things happen, definitely work hard. Actually, one concrete advice, uh, keep trying hard in your classes all the way through the end of senior year. Do not um, try to kind of breeze through your AP test because you think you're fine. Because remember that USC needs a four or above. Uh, and if you don't get that, you're gonna have to retake some classes. So do not slack off at the end of your senior year. That's actually an advice that I would definitely give to my younger self too. Stephanie, do you wanna try tackling that one? Sure. Um, for me, on, same thing that Valeria and Elizabeth have been saying, I would just told myself, chill. Like, it's gonna be okay. I remember being so stressed because um, you, you, you still have to, you're applying to college, but at the same time, you still have to keep up with your schoolwork with, um, if you're involved in sports, like I still had uh, dance recitals and dance practice and stuff. So it was, it was very overwhelming time, but um, I would definitely tell myself to chill out a little bit, um, but more like a more serious note of, of advice would be to not be afraid to ask for help um, I did mention that I would go to the like career services, but more than anything, what I did there was like look at the flyers and the postings that they had. Um, so I definitely was intimidated by the college and career houses that they had there. Um, and they were there to review my resume, review uh, personal statements. And it wasn't until like very late in the game that I went to them and, and sat down and be like, oh, hey, can you can you read my resume? Um, so definitely being a little bit more um or less shy and not being afraid to ask for help when you need it um because that's what people are there for and they'll be more than happy to help so that's what I've, i would have told myself nice jacob you want to close us off with that question yeah um i agree with everybody chill out a little bit i'm still telling myself that so i don't know if i'm the best person to speak <laughs> do as um, i say not as i do no, I think- right yeah precisely yeah um another thing i'd mention um to echo what stephanie said it's helpful to find people who have gone through what you're experiencing before who provide that mentorship but specifically at least for me i found it valuable to become friends with upperclassmen in your major i thought that was super helpful not just in the context of like um it's a buddy who's gone through what you've gone through before but they'll really provide those soft skills and that mentorship um my internship experiences and the research that i do both of them like it was a upperclassmen mentor who helped me find the opportunities uh, it's a friend to have they'll tell you which professors are good which ones are not so good when to take which classes it's just a really nice resource to have and that's probably the number one thing I would tell myself if I was going back as a freshman to take advantage of that more yeah and I guess finally to I, I guess my own two cents too like I think imposter syndrome for me kicked in really early even uh, as I was applying to college, you know, I was like, I don't know computer science. Why should I apply for this? Like, I want to be overwhelmed immediately. And I was a little overwhelmed, but that's normal when you don't know anything. Right. But I think, I think if you can develop any sort of comfort with like, you know, not be comfortable and not knowing because you're a student that it's in the title, you're here to learn. <laughs> so like, it's fine if you come in with no experience, you'll, you'll just put in the work and it'll be fine at the end. So that would be my advice to you guys, especially any of you guys who are feeling nervous about, you know, entering STEM or an engineering field. Um, I guess, our, you know, we're coming up on the last 10 or so minutes for the live chat. And I kind of wanted to take the time to ask the question that we ask at kind of at the end of every single live chat that we have, because we think it adds a lot of insight to prospective students. And this is one that I want all of you guys to answer too. Um, 
why USC? <laughs> and, and that's it. That's the question. Um, when you guys are making your decisions, how did it end up landing on USC? That's a big question. If it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I can go since I kind of touched on it already. So I mentioned that USC just had a specific program that really fit for me. Uh, But I was actually also, I remember in the decision-making process, trying to choose between uh, USC and a smaller private research university, a lot smaller. And something that just really gave USC the competitive advantage for me is the network and the family that comes from being a part of the USC community. Uh, Because the school is so large, you really do get to be able to take advantage of all the different resources that they have for you. And USC really does have a ton of resources that I'm sure I like probably only know about 5% of them. Uh, So definitely having that kind of bigger network and the idea of the Trojan family is super real and uh, helpful when you're trying to get that career later on. So those would probably be a couple of things that made USC stand out for me. Yeah, I can go next. Um, For me, it was definitely the fact that I've always had had, like diverse interests. So as I mentioned early in the beginning, my minor is in news media and society, which is in the School of Journalism. Um, I had very, very diverse interests and USC was the perfect space for me to pursue both of them. Um, and it's, that's very true for people from like all different schools within USC, like even Stephanie, she, she's a dance minor. Um, it was the perfect opportunity for me to just like pursue those different interests. And like, you, um, Viterbi actually encourages you to do that um, so they made it really easy for me to like go ahead and not just be like a STEM kid, but be like what I wanted to be, which was like engineering and journalism. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead, please. Okay. <laughs> um, but to touch upon what Valeria was saying for me, I definitely um, think that one of the, the two biggest things that I kept in mind was one, if a university offered the flexibility to be able to um do things outside of engineering and USC offered that as you can see we both have or Valeria and I have like minors outside of engineering um but also that within the program itself that they offer flexibility um to either you know switch majors because it's not as impacted like what what we say here is once you're admitted to um your major in engineering you're admitted to the rest of Viterbi so it's very easy to switch majors and I knew that was something important to me like just having that safety net if I didn't like the specific this specific field of study I could switch into another if I wanted but um, a less concrete decision was when I visited the campus um, I immediately felt like a sense of home like I could I could envision myself being there for four years Um, and when I visited other colleges I kind of asked myself that as well like can I see myself um, being here and being here for four years for that fact Um, And for some, it was immediately like, no, I just didn't like the vibes of the campus or like it just something just didn't click. But I mean, as soon as I stepped foot to the campus at USC, it was just like this. This is where I'm going to be at. Like, I know I don't know how I was going to make it work, but I made it work. Um, I think in my case, when I was coming down to my final college decision, I was primarily deciding between a really small only STEM school, a really big state school and USC. So 
three different ends or two different ends of the spectrum, I guess, with the small STEM and the big state school. Um, I think both of them have their pros. I liked the idea of being an environment that was really rigorously science and engineering was what I wanted to study for a reason. So being able to do that in a high level and all the different sub-disciplines of STEM was really appealing to me. Also having the experience of going to football games and meeting people who are doing other majors and having clubs that weren't just engineering or just math and science. I kind of wanted that as well. I really love music. I like history, all these sorts of things that I wouldn't get at a school that was only STEM. And then Viterbi with USC was kind of split in the difference. With Viterbi, you have that small school. It's, you know, of most of the people in Viterbi, it has the kind of the vibe of a small STEM school. Then at USC as large, it's a big school. You meet tons of different people, satisfy whatever different interests you have that make you the unique, cool kind of person that Viterbi wants. So I think being able to satisfy those different elements of yourself or of myself, I guess, because this is about me, um, is why I chose USC. Yeah, I just wanted to add um, one big thing for USC also was that first year, like your first semester, you're taking major classes. Um, and like somebody said, like, and I mentioned earlier, I wasn't sure what engineering I wanted to get into. Like I applied to one, but I knew that there was a possibility of changing. So I liked that my first semester, I took a major course because that gave me enough time to scope it out and like early on determine if ISC was for me or if I had to get on gear to shift, change to something else, um, which I didn't, but it was a good thing to have that exposure to the major early on. All right. That was actually our final question for tonight. You guys killed that last one. And for everyone watching, uh, we hope that you enjoyed the live chat tonight. I actually gained some insight as to what it might be like to you know, be a Latinx student at Viterbi. And if you missed any of the live chat, uh, you are more than welcome to watch the whole thing and see our beautiful faces on our YouTube channel all over again. And uh, again, we would love for you guys to stay connected. And the best way to do that is through our Viterbi admission information sessions. It's a great opportunity to try to learn more about, you know, specifically the application process because there's admissions officers there. And if you're interested, you can register at viterbiadmission.usc.edu slash visit. Um, and I will say that, you know, some of us might actually be visible again in an info session. So if you want to see my glorious face, sign up for an info session again. Uh, we also want to take a moment to shout out some amazing resources for Latinx and Hispanic students. Uh, we have the Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers at SHIP USC, uh, La Casa, you know, which is a basically, you know, a larger student org that kind of encompasses all of USC. Um, you know, you can follow them at La Casa the USC <laughs> on Instagram. Again, you know, Jacob's plug, LAA, the USC Latin Alumni Association. You can follow them there. Finally, we have also the Latino Student Assembly um, with their tag there. And of course, the USC Center of Engineering Diversity. Follow them all on Instagram to stay connected with them and, you know, check out uh, what they're up to. Um, that's it from us, really. Thank you guys again for tuning in tonight and good luck on all your college apps. Stay safe, stay healthy, and as typical, typical USC fashion, fight on. All right, thanks so much for that uh, live chat episode. It was really awesome, as Paul said at the beginning. Um, what are, I guess, some, some major reflections on the live chat? Did, was it fun? <laughs> how, how was hosting it? I know a lot, a lot of people are, are turning out for these, these events. Yeah, it was super fun. I mean, I, I was familiar with a lot of the people who were on the panel and it was, it was nice catching up a little bit and like kind of, you know, sometimes 
being an underrepresented minority in STEM and engineering specifically, it it can be an isolating experience. And then, but having these kind of um, events that allow all of us to like come together and, you know, kind of, you know, relate over shared experiences is, is makes me feel good. I hope um, <laughs> for our audience members, it, it can bring them some comfort as to, you know, you know, you're not going to be alone in these experiences because it's normal and we're all just all going to talk about them. Well, once again, Luz, I applaud your fantastic skill in moderating this discussion that went into a lot of great areas. I am really thankful for you and the rest of our panelists for sharing your personal stories and helping our prospective students learn a little bit more about what it's like. As you said, it can be isolating. People can feel alone in this process. They can feel that they are not deserving of this experience. They're not ready for this experience. And I think if anyone out there has listened so far, they know that they are just fine and we are going to help and we are going to help create a community that involves them and we're going to build that up as best we possibly can. So Luz, thank you again for doing this conversation. I really appreciate it. And this, this one is definitely going, going down in the record books. Thank you. I appreciate, I appreciate the praise. I really do. All right, y'all. We'll see you all next time. <laughs>